This is exactly right. Adulting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. If you want to hear more about ways you can actually live your best life, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways you can improve your life. This season on How to Be a Better Human, learn how thinking about death can actually make your life happier, why it's never too late to make a change, and more. Find How to Be a Better Human wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. Hello to you. Welcome to Adulting. I'm Jordan Carlos. Welcome. I'm Michelle Buteau. And this is a Freaky Friday on a Wednesday. I um, had this Freaky Friday moment because I called one of my really good friends, grown-ass woman. Mm -hmm. She said hello, and she sounded like my mom. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my Freaky Friday moment. Like, what if my mom and one of my best friends, (laughs) (laughs) like, like, changed, like, their soul changed? And I just was telling her all my secrets. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. My mom's like, I finally knew. (laughs) Wow. That's— Yeah. Yeah. To really know what your mom has to say. Yeah, that's scary. Oof. Can't have it. Ooh, baby. Can't have it. Can't have it. Oh, my gosh. You know your mom follows me on Instagram. Ugh, I know. She follows everyone on Instagram. It's so nice. It's so sweet. Is it? I feel so supported. Oh, my God. I feel so good. I'm like, Marie, thank you so much. Thank you for liking my dumb post. And she just makes me feel, like, special. And I just feel like... Are you lying? (laughs) Are you lying? Is this just a farce? Why do you? What do you mean? Am I lying? It feels special when she likes one of my posts. Okay, I feel low key annoyed when my mom likes my posts because I'm like, can I have something? Can't I have something? Like even my special, my award winning special. Hello, thank you so much. Welcome to Utopia. Available mm-hmm. on the N word. You know, she wants to come to my special. I said, okay, but there's gonna be some raunchy ass shit. Right? She's like, I know you. I know you. And then of course. You know, she gets to the show. I do some foreskin jokes because I am for the skin. And uh, she's right there. And we even have a little cutaway to her. And she's definitely praying. She's got everything but the rosary in her finger. I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. And so, you know, it's one of those things, especially like as a mom now, where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, they are an extension of you. Okay, they do represent you. But okay, they are also their own person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's also being a mom and embarrassed is sort of like taking that friend to a dinner party that doesn't know how to act. You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. So there is like some secondhand embarrassment, but also it's like, just let them do them. You're right. I understand. There's a lot of forces at work that night, but I just want to say yes, that I got the greatest picture of you holding your mom in a giant crowd in the after party. I've sent it to you. It's a beautiful picture. Sure. The fire burns, but like, after the fire, like you guys are like holding each other. It's I love her. It's sweeter than boots on a rooster. It's so nice. I hope it's sweeter than boots on a rooster. Oh, if, you guys, if you guys ever want to know what it's like to be friends with someone from Texas, that's it. That's fucking it. You just say some shit and I'm like, how does that even make sense? But okay. You're just always living in some sort of Viola Davis movie in the 60s. And you're just like, how do I make sense of it? Mm -hmm. But you just do. And I love you for it, question mark, period. It's now spread to my children. So like. Oh, boy. Down south, we call shopping polycocking. 
I'll be like, y'all want to go to polycocking? Polycocking usually means like you're just window shopping. You're not really buying anything. Yeah. And now my kids who live in Brooklyn, New York in 2023 to their friends will be like, do you want to go polycocking? They're like, what the fuck Yeah. are you talking about? Just looking at them like nice third eye you got there. Um, But I think there's a lot of parlances we have down south that really just fit. You know, they fit. Polycocking. Okay. Let's go polycocking. Come on now. Polycock. Sure. Couldn't have said it better myself. Polycocking. <laughs> have you ever been polycocking? Oh, my God. Would you go polycocking with me? Use it in a sentence. Come on now. Sometimes polycocking is the only type of shopping I can afford. How about that? Not these days. You're doing great. You're doing great. We love you. <laughs> Everything's going so well. No, it wasn't a cry for help. See, okay, if you guys want to know it's like being friends with the middle child, that's what it is too. Make sure everyone's okay so you can sleep at night. Holy <laughs> shit, Jordan. I was just trying to use it in a sentence. You don't have to fix it. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Which makes me think my dog, I picked the dog also that is the middle child of the pack of dogs. Of the brunt? Wow. Because what happened was he also waits for everybody to go upstairs to go to bed before he goes to bed. That's that's me, right? Yes. Oh, I love him. He's 12. Don't ever leave us. Oof. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I saw this thing on Instagram where I was like, oh, God, Instagram. How did you get me? How did you how, Oh, the algorithm? And on the toilet? Oh, it was too much. <laughs> There's a video of like these. Wait a minute. You take your phone to the toilet? Bitch. These <laughs> dogs. <laughs> these dogs were like running around the house and then somebody's like doing voiceover for them. It's just like. Don't be mad when you come through the door and I jump all over you. I'm just so excited to see you because you're the only person I know and you're my family. And I'm really excited to see you. Oh my God. And then it was like, don't be mad if I've done something to get you angry. You're my only like means of fun. I don't have a phone or a TV or anything. Like it's just you. And please don't be mad at me for too long because I'm only around for 10 to 15 years. Oh, I know. I went out and got all the organic treats for my dogs right away and just like <laughs> loved on them. Love, love, love on them. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. You have great dogs. I do. They're bigger. You know, I have big, black, beautiful, thick. <laughs> if you say veiny, I'm going <laughs> to. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> but uh, yes, that's what your dogs are. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're big, black, beautiful. Yes. And it really is so sad when people come over and they're so scared. Of your dogs? Yeah. Like, look, I get it. You didn't grow up with dogs. Mm -hmm. They're really big dogs. I didn't grow up with dogs either. But wow, they're just like dog food commercials. Oh, it's the best. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't want to work with people Unless they know what it's like being in a loving relationship or any type of relationship, whether they take care of a partner, kids, mm -hmm. dogs, a cats, a plant, their parents. Like, I don't want to work with anyone unless they know what it's like to have to take care of someone other than themselves. See, that's that was my problem, like multiple problems. But no one ever noticed that Donald Trump never had a dog in the White House. We all noticed. But never made a big deal about it. There, there were bigger problems we had to address. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of people were like, we don't trust anyone that doesn't like dogs. And I'm like, we don't trust him because he's also a con artist. That's a sociopath. Yes, a sociopath and a con artist. But think about that. Think about the fact, if Obama didn't own a dog, good Lord. 
they got on him for wearing Obama a brown wore suit. beige pants. <laughs> exactly. We going. We going. To the, we going in the same direction. He went to Men's Warehouse and just wanted something different. <sighs> they lost their minds. He was able to adopt a pure breed. A pure breed. Um, I think it was Portuguese water dog. But like he had the perfect dog. Bo. Right. Dog never did anything. Joe Biden got a dog. Everybody got a dog. Where's your dog, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Let me just start by saying, yuck. I remember they were like giving Michelle Obama grief because of her beautiful brown arms were out. Meanwhile, Melania's puss is all over the internet. What we doing? Her pussy is all over the internet. You could just Google image. Y'all do that right now. Her pussy is all over the internet and we just let it happen. In a plane, a private plane with sunglasses. I know. Bitch looking like Guy Fieri with her pussy out. I said it. We're not editing that out, so don't come for me. That's what part of this country has become, you know? That's what it is. Uh, welcome to America, the Costco of countries. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I joined Costco. You did? I joined BJ's because I like to say BJ as much as possible. <laughs> BJ's is not Big Lots, though, right? There's Big Lots, and then there's BJ's, and then there's Costco, and then never the twain shall meet, Right. I don't know. It sounds like you worked there instead of drinking the tea. I, I'm already overwhelmed <laughs> by whatever you're saying. So you're you're with BJ's. What's so great about BJ's? It's near me. Yeah. That part. It's like a Costco. Yeah, but I had to get over myself because... Why? Because you are much more... I mean, like, obviously, you have that common touch. You're able to go from first class down to coach. Not a big deal. That's that's you. You're a woman of the people, mm-hmm. glad-handing. You probably should run for something. I don't... First of all, I just want to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, you know, I mean, I'm like this guy wondering where the heirloom tomatoes are with my NPR tote. So it's like, that's my polycocking shopping experience. And then I was like, Costco, there's, there's so much. It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing, Costco. It is. I realized how much of a snob I was. Yeah. By like getting over myself and joining that. You're just realizing how snobby you are? Um. Well, <laughs> on different fronts. <laughs> That's adulting. You know what it is too? Okay, so I also enjoy a Costco or a BJ's because I like to host a lot of people. Yes. I'll host a party from 15 people to 100 people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to go to Whole Foods and buy these wooden plates like four of them for $82. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not going to do that. They're not They're not wooden, okay? They're not wooden, okay? It's not wood, first of all. What is it? I believe it's it's papyrus or something or teak. Oh, I have no God. idea. You have said polycock and papyrus enough to my <laughs> face today. <laughs> no more P words, please. I've missed you all summer, by the way. All right, you guys. What? All right, you guys. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's move on. We can edit that out, but all right, so. No, we're not editing. We're leaving it in. We're going to let everybody know what it's really like. <laughs> Leave it all the fuck in. <laughs> That's right, motherfuckers. If Melania could leave her pussy on the internet, we could leave this bit in the podcast. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. It's going to be equally as entertaining and disturbing. Thank you. Ooh, baby, we got a dang treat. And let me tell you, every time I see her, she nailed it. It's Nicole Byer. Nicole, Michelle, Consuela, 
Rebecca, Dianara, Rodriguez, <laughs> Bayer, Meyer. That's my full government name. <laughs> Wait, how do we do this, Nicole? That's not okay. We're we're striping. We're st- first of all, how is it that people think me and Nicole are the same person? LOL. But then we end up wearing the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I want to know what's that song that like you would dance when you were like in high school in the bathroom mirror, just to like you put your lipstick on, you go and you're like, oh, what's that song that got you going? I feel like Milkshake, that Khalees song. Oh my gosh. My Milkshake brings all the boys to the... When did that come out? 2005, around there? Yeah, so that's like right after high school. I am so old. But I guess Spice Girls too. I really love Spice Girls. Has the podcast started? Yes. The podcast has started. (laughs) Hi, everyone. It's Nicole (laughs) Bynum. You are not Nicole. Stop it. You are Michelle Buteau. Stop. Welcome to The View, everyone. We have Whoopi Goldberg. I'm Anna Navarro. It's me. Whoopi. Jordan is Sunny Hostin. Let's go. Jordan, your hat looks really, really cute. Thank you very much, Nicole. I love your hair. Thank you. I love what's going on with you. Wait, Michelle, your hair looks really cute. Thank you. You like it? I do. It's really, really cute. You know, sometimes you have to, like, do your hair for the um the headsets, the earphones. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yours is kind of, like, headphone friendly. Yes. And mine looks like I'm, like, one of those kind of big cargo plane pilots. That's me. That's me. A big cargo plane pilot. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. Okay. I see it. And, Michelle, you're very scary spice. Yes. <laughs> yes. If she let herself go, I would be scary spice. Um, I love what's happening in your room. It's giving maximalist. Yeah, it's my um, it's my spare bedroom. I just put up wallpaper and it's fun. I I have wallpaper in in every room of my my place. Oh, that's so cool! You just said so many adult things in one <laughs> sentence. A spare bedroom, okay? A spare bedroom, bitches. Don't come and fuck it up. So many follow up questions. Do people know you have a spare bedroom? They do now. Do people want to stay in it? And do they have to take the sheets off when they leave? Or you're just like, just leave the bed as is. I tell them to leave the bed as is, and I change it mm-hmm. when they leave. Mm. Yeah. But I guess I could tell people to take the sheets off. I guess that would make my life easier. Have you found anything disgusting in there? (laughs) No, I have good friends who don't leave condoms anywhere or like... I have found a used condom. You can't come back. I know. (laughs) You can't come back from that or you can't come back to my house. You can't come back and stay stay at my place. That's nasty. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, it really comes down to you are the company you keep, whether it's your guests, peripheral circle, mm-hmm. and co-workers. I don't mind a dollop of crazy. Sure. DNA is DNA. Just not in your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, manners is manners. Yeah, that's tough. Do you throw parties? For my birthday, I usually have, like, a great big party, but I didn't this year. Because mm. I, I did a little, I redid a bathroom, and there's just been people in my house. And I couldn't fathom inviting more people to be in my house. So I said, this year, no party. Mm. Yeah, I just went to dinner with a friend, and it was very chill and low-key. And, yeah. I love that. Happy birthday to me. Uh, we love chill and low-key. I mean, it was a fun, semi-hot girl summer. And I'm talking about the weather, not our looks. Because I saw you in Amsterdam, and that was very motherfucking fun. That was lovely. Amsterdam is the fucking best. I love it. 
It's like little canals and boats and coffee shops and then like actual <laughs> coffee shops. And then you can get a little mushroom <laughs> truffles. And then everyone's delightful. And there's bicycles. And there's walking around. And then at nightfall, you go to the red light district and get you a sex worker. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And in between there, we see the work of Van Gogh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah, I... I will say this. I did go to the Anne Frank house and the vibes were sad. Um, <laughs> Hitler, not okay. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> Still, hold up. Always too soon. And I will say, like, if anyone goes to Amsterdam, fucking go. It's it's intense, but it's good. Yeah. And I like that you could go there. And I like that in Germany, you could go to, like, concentration camps. And I love that in America, you can have a wedding on a plantation. <laughs> I just love how we all... <laughs> uphold our history in such interesting, different ways. <laughs> it's wild. Boy. What are we doing? <laughs> I was once invited to a wedding at Oak Alley, and I, I had to, like, make up every excuse under the sun not to go to that. Why did you make up an excuse? Ooh. Why didn't you just say, I'm not going to your plantation wedding? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I did not want to go. I was like, no, thank you. But why didn't you want to tell them why you didn't want to go? Like the actual reason? Oh, because it was 2003 and I didn't have the language for that quite yet. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. 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 Next question. <laughs> yeah. 2003. I don't know if I could have done it either. I probably just would have made something up. But now I'd be yeah. like, oh, no, I'm not fucking dancing where slaves were. Are you kidding? Get out of here. 2003, I was for sure doing like a Paula Dean recipe. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, turkey, more butter for Thanksgiving. And then 2013, when I had the opportunity to meet her on Big Morning Buzz Live, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to be out of this segment, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not evolving, then what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about Paula Dean is uh -oh. she said the N-word publicly once, you know, in private, maybe a hundred times. It was rude to, you know, black workers. And then her whole career got canceled. But Mark Wahlberg <laughs> shouted slurs at people and he still gets to have a career. I'm like, what? Why? Because he's an attractive white man. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that people are like, but I was drunk. I have been blackout drunk before. You know what I do? I fall asleep on a toilet because it's a very nice, dark, cold place. Or I make pancakes with strawberries and butter. Probably a Paula Deen recipe. Not my fault. <laughs> I'm not racist. No. But have you ever been like that drunk? Like I saw a guy outside of this hotel and I saw a guy and he was like, he shoved the door guy. He like shoved him. He was so drunk. Yeah. And I was like, what are you drinking? How blasted are you? Mm -hmm. I'm always like, can I get that drunk? What would that be like? You can. I know, but like I can't. Like I can, but I won't. Even if you were blackout drunk, P.S. I've known you for 20 years. I think I've never seen you drunk, which is really yeah. disturbing to me. Do you not drink? No, I, I drink. I I had a nice chilled sunset last night. But um LOL, bitch. <laughs> what? I truly did. I truly did. I, I just <laughs> I don't when I drink, I get more and more like a lazy cat on a couch. I get that. My eyes get teary, and then that's uh that's about as fun as it gets. <laughs> we got tipsy in Greece, though, Jordan. We got tipsy. We had fun. Yes, I'll get tipsy. But if I get, like, messed up, then I'm just like, my body just shuts down. It just shuts down. I don't get more hype. I get a little, I get a little rowdy. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm like, ooh, it's time for fun. <laughs> or I go, I just gotta go home. It's too much. <laughs> it's one or the other. But like, Rowdy's just like dancing a little bit more. Yeah. I've never like hit anyone. <laughs> yeah. Never slugged anybody. Have you ever shoved anybody? Have you ever given somebody a nice push, like a friend, like a, you're crazy. Like, no. I mean, I've been in some fights. I've been in fights sober. Okay. What uh, you're both from Jersey. Uh oh. Does that have anything to do with the fights? Probably. Jersey's trash. <laughs> yeah, it's a fighting kind of place. You know, it's really like a kill or be killed type of situation. You're like eight. But you know, that's all over the Northeast. You know, like uh-huh. I don't know what it's like in Texas. Are people just like pulling out guns and being like Probably. Yeah. So in Texas, I mean, when I lived in Texas, it was the nineteen nineties versus now. People pull guns out for like little stuff. Whereas like, I think it wasn't to the escalation point that it was when I was a kid. When I was a kid, just wasn't a thing as much. We're like, guns, that's in New York City. Yeah. Now it's just like people walking around the streets with AR-15s. Yeah. I remember seeing like parents at a soccer game, like dads getting in a fight with each other, like the ref. I'm like, what? You know, like 12 (laughs) years old watching parents fight. Like that's how I grew up. Mm -hmm. And going to Amsterdam and seeing these people just like, behave no matter what. And I'm like, really? Oh, if someone cuts you off or you get mad on your bike, yeah is Dutch for yes. And so they're just like, yeah. They don't even like say anything. They just say yes in an angry way. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody there does seem happy. I mean, for them, yes. They seem content. I don't know if happy is the word. Yeah. Because I like to smile when I'm happy. Ah. (laughs) We did a comedy show that was like fucking amazing. It was really, really great. And I I did start off my set by being like, how come black people here don't smile at each other? And everyone laughed real hard because they knew it was true. I was like, we just got to smile to let each other know we're not alone. But they don't do that there. They smile at me, but, you know, I'm definitely forcing people into friendship that they don't want. (laughs) Especially if you're riding your bike and you're next to uh, a black person and then like you go and now you're like at every light next to this person that you don't know. I'm just like, here we are again. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, oh boy, it's another one. And so I just kind of break them down. That's how I got my husband. I broke him. I didn't get anybody in Amsterdam. Nobody wanted me. I tried to flirt with a bartender and he hated me. No. No. He was just Dutch. No, he did. I was told Dutch people, tell it like it is. And they're kind of rude. So I was like, what's your name, bartender? And he was like, David. And I was like, that's not a Dutch name. And he went, great. I'll tell my my parents that they named me a bad name and then frowned at me the whole day. And I was like, okay, he hates me. Oh, no. But that's like also like, am I not Dutch enough for you? Okay. <laughs> but I love that that's your flirting. Like, that's not a Dutch name. Here's a Dutch name. And then you give him one. I was trying. (laughs) I don't know how to flirt. You don't? No, I'm a very bad flirt. Stop. I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. I feel like you're so charming. Yeah. No, very, very bad. No, you were charming and disarming. You know where the good looking men are, by the way, if case you're interested, Nicole? Where? Is Paris. I was in Paris and like my wife's head was on a swivel. I was like, (laughs) stop. Mm, Your wife has bad taste. I was just in Paris. I saw nothing. You saw nothing? Nothing of the sort. I am sorry. Hang on. Let me get my wife on the line. Call her. What's your name? Where are you calling from? (laughs) Brooklyn. The men in Paris are beautiful. Don't you also find though, like, is it, I'm going to go find a man and find one? Or is it like, 
go with no expectations. Like going to the mall looking for that black dress and you're never going to find it because mm. you're looking for it. But then like when you show up to the mall with no money, dare go to dress you love. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is it like a little bit of like what is like... I was going to be like, what's your plan? Which is like so ridiculous. But like, what is the game plan, right? Because I know the apps be apping. Yeah. Um, You are famous. That part. I mean, I'm moderately successful. Stop. Yes. We're all paying our taxes on time. <laughs> <laughs> like, who makes the first move? Do you know what I mean? Like, are you yeah. doing the eye fucking thing? No, I'm not good at flirting. I, the last person I dated, I met them on an app and I was... Rude to them on the app. (laughs) Like David? (laughs) On our third date, they were like, I didn't think I was going to actually go out with you because you were so rude. And I thought I was being like cute and flirty. Oh, okay. Okay, well, what did you say to them? They were like, "Uh, do you want to go on a date with me? And I responded with, where are you trying to take me? (laughs) And then they said, (laughs) they said the restaurant. I was like, I've never been there. And then they were like, well, do you want to go? And I said, yeah, sure. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I thought I was being like mysterious, but I was just being rude. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We should definitely look into someone who's like into a little bit of brash humor. Mm -hmm. Or I could just learn how to be nicer and like talk to people in a nicer way. No, you are who you are. Yeah. You know? I guess I'll never change. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Is Amsterdam like a romantic city? I don't really think of it as romantic, though. I think it could be. I think so. Yeah? At night, it's pretty. It's just pretty. Yeah. The lights reflect on the water. And yeah, I think there's something a little romantic about it. Like, I fell in love in that city, so I find it romantic. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. And it's not your typical, like, a lot of people do think Paris is very romantic, but Paris to me is just, like, hard to get around and dirty. And people are stinky. What? That's that's the cheese. No, I got into a cab, and this man, I was surprised, was still alive. The stench coming off of him was, like, so horrific. Like, me and my friend Mono looked at each other, and I was like, we got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. And then, instead, we spent longer in the cab because he went and picked up his friend. No. And we didn't really understand what he was saying. Whoa, what do you mean he picked up his friend? Yeah, he was like, do you mind if I... And then mumbled... French English no. and they were like sure <laughs> and then he picked up a man two out of five stars no stars stinky and I had to meet somebody new no yeah I, that's that's a no from me yeah maybe I need to give France another chance but I did not love it when I was there that's fair I think the south of France is probably the bet because you thrive in a bathing suit you're a water baby she's got a bathing suit line everybody go check it out plug 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 what it called? It's a, a brand called Kitty and Vibe, and we did a collaboration. So I think you could just go to kittyandvibe.com. Okay. I have a bird print and a banana cheetah print bikini. <laughs> Yum. I say, give me that potassium, bitch. Let's go. Of course I want to fall in love. I think it would be really nice to have like a partner where 
I'm their favorite person. They're my favorite person and I'm very important to them. They're important to me and we like travel and have a nice time together and we giggle all the time and we make each other food and we cuddle on the couch and then I get to do weird things and they like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seems like a nice time. I love it. Are you into long-distance relationships? That question. Um, I would prefer not a long-distance relationship, but if that's what it starts out as, like, I'm open to trying to figure that out. Yeah. Because you're in Los Angeles, and it feels like people in Los Angeles can't go east to west. You're like, hey, man, why don't you come over? I'm on the east side. They're like, I can't do that. Like, that could be the end of a relationship. Absolutely. I'm not dating anybody 10 miles away from me. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'll just be like in traffic all the time. Am I dating someone on the west side? What? <laughs> no. But that <laughs> five miles and under. Oh my god! If you live on the west side, <laughs> that is a long distance relationship. It's true. You. It's true. Because you're just sitting in traffic for like forty five minutes to an hour just to just to get some dick. Fucking LA people kill me with this shit. I'm just like, then just go at another time or like just like try to find a different route or something like that. But they're just like east, west. I can't do it. It's inc- it's incredible to me. But also, I don't want to date someone who lives in Santa Monica. Listen, the people in Santa Monica are not my people. Ooh, shots fired. Beach people are your people. <laughs> Let them know. I just they're just they're just not for me. I, uh, maybe there's nice people in Santa Monica and I just haven't met them yet. All right. I mean, they're in Santa Monica. We'll never meet them. <laughs> I will say, when I lived in LA for the five minutes that I was there, I'd have an audition for like a soup commercial at 4.30 p.m., like proper rush hour traffic. But then, you know, there's a lot of fun bars where you can get a little margarita and just get some chips and guac and sit. I don't know. It's not my town. No. No. I love that Nicole's like, Amsterdam <laughs> is a maybe. Santa Monica is a fuck no. Like, okay. Get those miles, girl. I am not mad at your journey. I would absolutely date someone in Amsterdam over Santa Monica. I love that for you. And honestly, like, I'm, I'm, I hate to be like, I'm manifesting because what am I like a fucking refrigerator magnet at fucking Ross? (laughs) Dress for less. But I can't wait for you to have a partner so we could just go on like couples trips. That'll be real fucking fun. That's like a nice thing that I've never been able to do that I want to do. Go away with another couple. Yeah, it's fun. It sounds like a nice time. It's fun. If you do it with the right people. It's pretty crazy. Me and her husband, we get along great. Yes, dynamics. We have this weird thing um, called Pinocchio Jazz Boys that we do. Oh, boy. It defies explanation. I won't go into it. Oh, boy. But we do this all the time with another guy. Please don't. Yeah, it's like this. No one can see it. It's a podcast. It's like this. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's just making your nose bigger to look like a dick. I'm making my nose bigger to make like, like Pinocchio, right? But it's kind of jazzy too, right? It's like a trumpety. It's too much. Pinocchio Jazz Boys. It's hard to sit through it, and I know what the inside joke is, and it's even harder to listen to you explain what the inside joke is. But that's so adorable. Thank you. I want my partner to have a dumb inside joke with (laughs) my friend's partner. That would be nice. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. It was a great time. Oh, my gosh. It's the best. But you never know. You never know. One partner might not like the other one's partner. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Yeah, yeah. That can get tricky now. Speaking of tricky, we have some questions to get to. Yes. Our adorable audience, sent a, they send us questions about adulting. And we try to answer them the best we fucking can. But a lot of it is just like, I hope your therapist is a network. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this one I really feel like speaks to you guys because you guys actually own property. Okay. Um, this person says, I just bought a new house. How do I relax and not fret about all my new house-related duties? Ooh, Nicole, please, you're in a spare room. Go ahead. I don't know. After I bought my house, I would go outside every day and go, what have I done? <laughs> and I did that for about a year because I was worried I would never work again and I'd have to sell the house that I had. Um <laughs> It is it's stressful, yes. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it is a stressful thing. But I did budget before I bought it. I calculated how long I could live in the house without working mm. while paying the mortgage. And uh, I just, I did too much to the point where my uh, accountant was like, you're fine, you can do this. That's a great point right there, though. Like having an accountant to lean on and talk to, like they're not just there to do taxes. Like they can also help you manage your shit. Yeah. Yeah. And before any big purchase, I talked to him and he very much is like, he's very honest. And he'll be like, I don't think so. Or yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, but I do think keeping a savings is good because shit does break. Mm-hmm. Your water heater will break. Your air conditioner will need to be replaced at some point. Just know it never ends. And dumb shit will happen. Yes. My friend took a shower in my house and she didn't open the window when she was taking a shower to let the steam out because I also didn't have a fan. So the steam was just like in the bathroom. And then she came out of the bathroom and she was like, Nicole, I think the ceiling is leaking. And I was like, oh, fuck, it is. And then I called a plumber who then was like, I think you have pipes leaking up there. So he cut a hole in the ceiling. And then he goes, all right, no pipes. And I was like, what? He's like, got no pipes. He's like, let me run another test. So he turned the water on hot and closed the door. And he was like, yep, that's what it is, condensation. And I said, you put a hole in my ceiling? And he was like, yes, and I don't patch it up. So stupid shit like that will happen. People will come to your house and put holes and shit. And then you got to fix it. Yeah, things like that. But then you learn to have like homeowner's insurance, right? Yes. That exact same thing happened to me. Mm-hmm. My policy turned on like a week after that happened. So I had to pay out of pocket. But it's like, uh, you learn, you learn. And now I'm ready. Like yeah. anything can leak. Now I'm ready. And you get more confident. Yeah, any old thing can leak. <laughs> Michelle, what's your answer? You own property too. I mean, I really like all the things that you guys said. I mean, for me, lists are very helpful because then I can sort of figure out what is most important to me. And so, you know, I thought closet right away and bathroom right away. It was like, we got to get to the... Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, kitchen. Like, I'm cooking every day. And so, like, for me, I work really well in lists and um, order of importance and also knowing that... And you don't know till you know, but it's going to be a second job forever and all of time. It's just what it is. Like your house is like keeping a plant alive. It's a living Mm -hmm. thing and like things happen all the time. And so Mm -hmm. what I really try to achieve, I don't know if I do it well. It's like I want to have nice things, but I also want to live in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I grew up in a house where it's like, that's the living room. I know that those vacuum marks are that way. So don't walk in it like plastic on the furniture. Mm-hmm. You know, China and the thing. We're like never eating on the good plates. And so I want to like use, open up all the candles and like use them and live in it. But then of course, you know, two dogs, two kids, like parties, like shit's going to break. And I haven't allowed myself to get too emotionally attached to things. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, the most important thing is like memories and health. Mm. Just look at it like that. 
you're always going to have to wash your hair, but you're not like, oh, I'm overwhelmed by the shampoo and the water. You know what I mean? It's just like, just know that you have to do it. That is just a part of you now. Yeah. And you got this. You're equal to the challenge. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. And edibles. And edibles. Thank you. That's why I always ask people to bring over wine. Yeah. What should I bring over? Wine, bitch. I don't need a puzzle for yeah. the kids. Yeah. I don't need to like keep track of a hundred pieces of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> wine. I don't even ask anymore. <laughs> Here's a good question. I am very nostalgic for the past and often find myself looking at people from high school on Instagram or thinking back on old memories. Is that bad? How can I live in the present more? Oh, Is that bad? I think you're just nosy. Yeah. (laughs) I get into nosy phases too where I'm like, what's this bitch doing? (laughs) Um... Um, it sounds like, friend, it sounds like you need to make some new memories, mm. honey boo. Um, I think it's nice to know that you've had a good time with cool people, but it's giving Friday Night Lights the best time of my life was when I was a senior in high school, and there's so much more to life, I promise you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to try something new, and it, I'm not talking like, I don't need to go rock climbing, but try a new restaurant. If you don't like mushrooms, try something that's a mushroom. I don't fucking know what that thing is for you, but try something new little by little, you know, um, make yourself a little uncomfortable. And that's how you can use that different part of your brain and get some serotonin going or whatever the fuck it is. Maybe it's even like kiss a stranger in a bar or have a one night stand. Whatever it is, it sounds like you need to shake it up. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Ooh, this question is really timely. <laughs> Okay. Just kidding. I couldn't think of a word, so I said timely. Okay, this person asks, when I date men who play video games, I lose all attraction. (laughs) But so many men play video games. How can I get over this judgment and accept the fact that a lot of men play them? I have to say, nothing is a bigger boner killer than (laughs) men that play video games. (laughs) My wife threw my Xbox out of a second floor window. Oh my God. What in the Angela Bassett waiting to exhale is going on? Truly. How did she shoop shoop all that shit? What did you do? (laughs) Nothing. I did nothing. No, I was like, (laughs) it was bad. I was in the throes of a horrible halo (laughs) addiction. (laughs) 11 years of sacrifice. <laughs> Follow my hands my own Swallow side. my pride. I should have loved you a thousand times. times. We don't we don't have the money for this song in the budget. No, but I sang it perfectly. <laughs> we'll just add the little Angela Bassett hound emoji when she's like lighting the fucking car on fire. <laughs> when she does that with a cigarette, like told you. Wait, what happened after she threw your Xbox out a window? I stopped playing Xbox. I just stopped after that. And now you don't play video games? No. Never have since. But did that, like, make you mad? It upset me, but she was she was right. Was it after a conversation? It was after a lot of conversations about, like, what are you doing with your day? It was after I quit my day job and was, like, trying to make it in comedy. Uh, and I was just, like, just sitting. So it was your intervention. It was my intervention. I was just sitting at home, playing Xbox, like, not doing anything. And, you know, it was just bad. I was filthy. It was gross. I stank. Like, nobody wants to suck that. No. Yeah, I don't want that. I would not want to put my face in someone's crotch who was just (laughs) on the fucking couch all day doing some bullshit. So, no. She did not want to play with my joystick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, it was real. Um, I sometimes need 
a moment like that of like total shake up and wake up because I'm so like you can be so convinced that you're doing the right thing all the time. Yes. And it's just like, that's not it. That's why I love my partner is she's just like, she keeps it Anderson Cooper 360 with me. Very honest. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just take a moment and say, wow. Wow. You know, I, I don't mind tough love. I don't mind tough love. I do feel for this person because... You know, you have your turn-ons and you have your turn-offs. And sometimes that shit evolves and sometimes it don't. Like, I know that I never liked men that played video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel you. But I remember as a kid, I was really attracted to this girl that we went to church with. She was like a teenager and I was just a little kid. But they used to play pinball back in the day. And the way she would just like move her hips on the pinball machine. (laughs) Ooh, baby. Still thinking about it all these years later. I mean, what happened to pinball? What in the black reboot of Footloose is going on? I'm just saying. Jordan, sounds like you need to live in the present. (laughs) Leave that pinball in the fucking past, my dude. I don't think I've ever dated anyone who plays video games. Mm. So I don't know. Because everyone's trying to be, like, a writer or an actor or director, I feel like, in L.A. Yeah. No time. There's no time for gaming unless you're producing the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's a turnoff. But I'd rather than, like, have a hobby where they leave the house. Yeah. Exactly. It really sucks when you don't like your partner's hobby. I was watching 90 Day Fiance UK because obviously (laughs) I'm a tired mom. And so I'm like, give it to me. And this one girl, she loves belly dancing so much and she's lost relationships over it. (laughs) And she like does it for fun, but also like in shady restaurants and makes money. And it's dancing, but I I need to see more belly undulating than anything else. I don't see the belly undulating now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so her partner that she flew in from Argentina was like, this is belly dancing. Um, These drunk guys are putting money in your tatas. And she's like, yeah, bitch, but how do you like the roof over her head? Mm. And so I think it's really just difficult when you do something that you enjoy And that your partner doesn't. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. you can't learn to like it. You're just going to build resentment. Like, so either do it or don't. Also, dating straight men is a minefield. Good luck out there. Let's, (laughs) here's a fun one. One last question, Jordan. One last question. One last question. Yeah, Nicole's got things to do. I understand. Um, She's in her spare bedroom. She's got to go. All right. Uh, My friend, (laughs) (laughs) my friend is getting married for the second time. And he's marrying a clone of his ex-wife. Is there anything I can do to prevent this or help him? No. Thoughts? No, you just got to let your friend make another mistake. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to get involved because then you're going to be the one that gets involved. And anytime they get an argument, the friend will bring you up and then it'll like cause resentment and shit between. No, don't do that. You know, some people... And I always go back to like Julia Roberts in Runaway Bride because the big question was, how do you like your eggs? However, the partner she was with liked their eggs. That's how she liked her eggs or whatever. And so she had to like step away from Richard Gere and be like, I got to figure out how I like my eggs. (laughs) But in this case, maybe that's just how your friend likes his eggs. Mm. People just have a type and feel safe with it. And uh, do I think it's boring and basic? Yes, absolutely. You might too, but that's on them and that's their life. And so, Yeah. uh, yeah, yuck. Think about this. Your friend that's getting married might like you. You know what I'm saying? Your type. Like, let's say you you as friends broke up. He might... What? Think about it this way. If you broke up with him, he might get another one of you. 
Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. He has a type of person that he likes. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. That is weird. Isn't that like sociopathic behavior? <laughs> I just truly think some people have bad taste in partners. Mm. And you can't prevent someone from making a mistake with a bad partner. You just kind of have to be there and support them. And then when they're finally ready to dump their terrible partner, you can be there to be supportive and not be like, I told you so. That has got to be one of the worst parts of being friends with people as an adult. When you see them heading towards a cliff and you can't do anything but be like, I hope you can fly. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a suggestion like, oh, she looks a lot like your ex. (laughs) Putting it out there. (laughs) Yeah, but then you're starting a fight. Then it's like, well, why are you saying that? What did you mean by that? What are you inferring? Are you inferring that? Like, And then it's like, oh, opens a whole can of worms. I have several friends who are dating terrible people, and I just smile. (laughs) I'm right here. (laughs) Well, I did ask you to ask Heiss to get me a man while I was in Amsterdam, and neither one of you came through for me. That's true. So rude, 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 rude. Well, because I know what you're looking for, and I... If I may. Yeah, It feels like what you're looking for is someone that lives five miles away from your door. Or in Amsterdam. (laughs) Or in Amsterdam. (laughs) Either five miles or a 10-hour flight. Nothing in between. I will say, and let me just say this in my defense, the one last thing (laughs) I will say. The two guys I had in mind, one is just not interesting enough. And the other one is like out of a relationship and like talks about it all the time. So I was like, no. All right. Both cute people but like one's a dud and one's sad it's like you don't deserve that <laughs> well thank you but maybe I could have turned that dud <laughs> into a stud and maybe Hey-o. I could have turned the other one's oh! frown right upside down <laughs> okay um, Nicole we ask all our guests what's the most adult thing you want to do for yourself that you haven't had time to do yet this year and it could be truly anything big or small or whatever like what's the one thing you want to do I really would like to go to the dermatologist. It's very small, Hmm. but I'd really like to get my skin game together. And I just haven't had the time to do it. And uh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I want a BBL. You want a BBL? I want to go to a dermatologist and I want a BBL. What? (laughs) No, you don't. Yes, I do. I want a rounder, slightly bigger butt. You have the juiciest booty I have ever... It's giving peach emoji. Just like a little rounder. That's all I want. <laughs> it's it's already giving roundabout. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, I, I actually have a buddy who's I grew up with that's... He is a, a surgeon. He does BBLs? He does BBLs. And he's really fun. I really like him. And I don't know, maybe... Is he single? I don't think he's single. I don't think he's single. Doesn't matter. I want the BBL. Give me his information. (laughs) Will he give me a discount? (laughs) I think you could actually work out, like, something because, like, he's very online. Will you give me his information? Of course. What am I not going to give you his information? Of course. I'll do. Is he in New York City? He's not in New York City. He is in... Where is he? Wait for it. You're so excited. He's in Dallas, Texas. You're you're so excited to spend a weekend there. Okay. Maybe you could do some shows at the Improv. (laughs) Do some shows? (laughs) Before the surgery. Oh, okay. Before the surgery. 
No, I'd like to do it after the surgery, all bandaged up, crawling around. Uh, that's how you're going to film your next special. Yes. Just on my knees, Nicole Byer, on her knees. <laughs> no, I see. No, I see that. I, I understand what you want. You want a nice polish, a nice finish to your posterior. Just round it out a little bit and then my hips just a little bit rounder. Okay. All right. Whatever makes you happy, friend. Thank you. There's an African proverb that every pot has a lid, and I finally have that lid for you, Nicole Byer. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Maybe I'll do it in November or something. I think that's perfect. Ooh, just in time for the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Get a bigger butt so we can serve the turkey off of it. Hashtag bountiful. <laughs> This is an adulting first. Nobody has said BBL? <laughs> no. Not one person has said BBL? No, no. We've been doing this since 2017. Not Vanessa Williams. I not- can't believe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shea Coulee. Yeah. Not Alok. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not Peppermint. So Padma. No, you. Me. A little BBL. Maybe I'll get my titties done too while I'm at it. He could hook that up. Let's get a two for one. Actually, let's get a four for two. This is great. <laughs> yeah, I would love a little titty reduction. That'd be great. They're heavy. Let's do it. How much smaller? Whatever the doctor thinks. Usually it's like a pound and a half each, but the bright one's bigger, so probably a good two on one. A pound and a half? <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I don't even think my boobies are a pound and a half. Maybe mine are two. I don't know. They're Mine are small. I'll give you my fat, and you can put them in your boobies. I don't know if that's okay. But won't that mean that you'll, like, take over her mind or something like that? That Denzel Washington movie? (laughs) (laughs) What Denzel Washington movie where he gets someone else's fat injected into his titties and they they rule his mind? Is that the Equalizer 3? (laughs) It's not that. It's flight. (laughs) I love flight. John, I have some more cues. Honestly, (laughs) if that were a movie, I want to see that so badly. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Please get on that right away. Um, Wow. Oh, my God. Nicole Byer, everyone. What can I say? Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being had. Oh, boy. What an episode. Can I just tell you? I love her so much. She's amazing. I, I felt like starstruck, of course, talking to her. Aw. I love Nailed It so much. And I just love her comedy. And it's, like, really cool to have people of Nicole's caliber in for a convo. You know what I mean? It's great. It's a great moment. I mean, you say caliber in terms of like her being famous, but I say caliber in terms of like her being such a good person, such a, a fun friend. Mm. She's a good-ass auntie. We didn't even get to it. She's a fun-ass auntie. And I and there's these people that I know in my life that just are so ripe and ready for the love and the relationship. Mm. And I can't wait. Mm. I can't wait. It's like when you see good people that deserve good things. So I'm excited. Uh, You know what? Let me go back to Amsterdam real quick and find her a victim. (laughs) Find her a guy? (laughs) Yeah. Do that. Aw. Fly him right to Santa Monica and see what happens. (laughs) Well, if he's, yeah, if he's six miles away, this could be problematic. Did you learn something in this episode? I learned that it's tough out there. Despite it being tough out there, that someone like Nicole has definitely like built something to be proud of as a person and she's still like down to earth as fuck. I mean, 
there's really no lesson other than an object lesson, which is like, this is attainable. You can love yourself and be cool. And what is attainable? Tough out where? Tough out where? You said it's tough out there. Tough out where? Tough out there in the world, right? She tells me a story about the bartender, right? Yes. And that like putting yourself out there is hard. It is. Yes. Sometimes you don't get what you want. And I feel that despite all that, I know me, like I take things so personally that sometimes it's hard for me to overcome that. Right. I'm very lucky that I have what I have. I wonder about, you know, like the the amount of talent that somebody like that has, you know, and then hearing yes all the time and then sometimes hearing no in personal things. Yeah. It makes her so real in my eyes, you know? She can hear yes on material things, but like the personal that's different. Yeah. Hearing that and her being able to be vulnerable about that was like, whew. Yeah. That was cool. Well, I don't know that we're all hearing or even saying yes all the time, although it might appear that way. Um, yeah. You know, like she said, she's checking in with her accountant. Like, I, I think she's being super responsible mm-hmm. with many things. Um <laughs> Which is why she deserves a BBL. I love that we're like straight up talking about her in the episode's over. But. I think in this day and age, and if you're listening to this and you want to start podcasting or, you know, putting yourself on camera and putting yourself out there, even in dating or getting to the next level in your job, you know, there's an honest check-in that you have to do with yourself because people respond to that whether they know it or not. And so it's definitely like checking in with yourself in the most honest, authentic, rough kind of way. Like I do, and I've called you up and I've called many friends up. I'm just like... Hmm. Why is this happening to me? Why do I keep attracting this? Mm. Why did I let this happen? Like, you know, it isn't always somebody else's fault. It's just like, okay, what are we doing to have this shit happen? And I feel like, you know, if we keep checking in with ourselves, then, you know, and then learning how to ask and want for what we really want, whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it will eventually happen, even though sometimes it feels like it's not, it'll eventually happen. And so even talking about it out loud in an honest way is a form of manifesting. So do a vision board if you got to. You don't need to. You could just talk to a good-ass friend, too. (laughs) I would air horn that if I had an air horn. (laughs) Air horn in your heart. (laughs) Truly. Yeah, that and I learned um, that she wants a BBL. That was a big takeaway. You got to hook up with your friends and see if uh, he could throw in a boob reduction for me for a discount. I'm on it. BBLs for everyone. Yay. <laughs> Purple Yay, we did it. This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Jiha Lee. Our associate producer is Alex Chi. This episode was mixed by John Bradley. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from Hannah Kyle Crichton. Theme song and live show DJing is by Don Will. Our live show producer is Marianne Ways. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Photography by Reis Vandermost. Executive produced by Karen Kilgara, Georgia Hardstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at adultingthepod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show and visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase adulting merch.